What's the best way to get out of high gym fees? Get killed by the owner! This is Killer Workout on Stinger Madness. Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie here. How are you guys? Good. I thought this movie was called Robicide. Uh, it's European title. Was it Robicide or Spanish title? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that since the card said a Robicide on the movie, mm-hmm. that, that was the original title and it was probably marketed as Killer Workout somewhere, but we watched a Robicide. Yeah, well, it's on IMDb as Killer Workout as well, so I don't know. Both are great titles. Yeah, good, good fitting, fitting titles for a movie involving death at the gym. So if you had to choose, though, my vote is for a robicide. I like a robicide a little bit better than killer workout. Come on, Sam. Yeah, I think a robicide is better. It, however, I will give Killer Workout a little bit of uh, credit because it does kind of fit the uh, theme of and the and the time and uh, the place of this movie where I could see somebody going like Killer Workout, bra, dude. Let's go hit the waves afterwards, Mark Singer. I wanted. I mean, if it was called Killer Workout, you'd want to have anytime somebody dies, like a guy to just sort of pop around the corner and go Killer Workout, and then leave. And then, like, a yuck face plastered on the screen. Like, uh, he gets killed by the guy, finally, because you thought it was a non-diegetic dude. It was just some, like, you know, weird shit. And uh, it turns out, no, he's just a guy that's nuts. Then he gets stabbed to death by the, the killer. And then the next time the killer kills somebody besides him, it cuts to a corner, and you wait for it, but you don't get it because he's dead. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Well... It's a uh, movie from 1987, I believe. Yes. Directed by Bad Movie Hall of Fame artist David A. Pryor, starring, of course, Ted Pryor, his brother. Fritz Matthews. Uh, um, everybody from Deadly Prey, basically. The main character was in Deadly Prey. The tough guy Jimmy was in Deadly Prey. Of course, Ted A. Pryor, or Ted Pryor. Speaking of Deadly Prey, I, I know somebody now who's named Danton. Oh, do you really? Yeah. It's that, a kid, but that's pretty cool. That's a that's a really uncommon name. I don't know if I'd ever heard of Dan before we saw Deadly Prey. So yeah, I, I figured this out today at work. Did you meet this child? No. Oh, dang it! It's a coworker's son, if and you, I was like, "What? Your kid's name is Danton?" If you'd met him, he probably would have killed you. He you... probably he's blonde. I saw his picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's yep. yeah yeah he he's probably going to grow up to be Danton. And crack a walnut with his butt cheeks. Well, no matter what, he's going to grow up to be Dan because his name is Dan. Yeah, his name is Dan. He yeah. has no choice. Well, I guess he, yeah, he has to grow up to become Dan, at which point when he's legally an adult, he can file to have his name changed. To Dalton, and then we'd all be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Then he'd have to get the killer throat rip going. So, Aerobicide, or Killer Workout, has uh, all the staples you would want in a terribly cheesy 80s slasher movie. There's gore and violence and plenty of bouncing butts and boobs. and Oh my god. <laughs> and the music? The music, the music was music sensational. Awesome. Yeah. If you got a hippopotamus butt, you better work out, work out. Hippopotamus butt, you better work out, big fat ass. Mm-mm. Do the <laughs> robot side. 
it was like they were almost there with like they had gotten a hold of good enough stuff that you couldn't tell that it wasn't that it was shitty music until they started singing. Right. At which point you're like, these lyrics yeah. are terrible. They are telegraphing what is happening on screen as well. Like one of the songs is about everybody dying at the gym and there's a crazy murderer running around. And then at the end, the lady's like, the song is lady on fire. I'm a lady on fire. Yeah. It sure was the lady on fire. They're written for this movie. Yes. Yeah. Somebody owed somebody a favor and let their band do all the music for this video or for this movie because it was the same band over and over <laughs> yeah, and over again. Yeah. Some of it wasn't that fitting though. Like right before the lady gets killed and the first lady dies in the shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, that's the only one I remember was the, uh, the lyrics were, it's like forever, like the wind and the snow and our love. That does not fit it in It doesn't movie. make any sense to begin with. It's just, it's words. Unless it's sung by Jimmy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's maybe. Yeah, I mean, that could might be have been some thing. crappy poem that yeah. Jimmy would have wrote for Valerie. It could have been because Valerie, I think he Rhonda. was actually on screen before and it just sort of segued into the shower room. So it was actually, yeah, it was talking about his undying love for... Rhonda. Rhonda slash Valerie. Spoiler alert. So, yeah. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. It's definitely no Deadly Prey. No. no. I, I, I really wish that uh, Ted Pryor would have had a bigger role. Yeah. Yeah, me too, because he fucking rocks it in this. Like, he's the one you want to see on screen. He's yeah. punching guys and being crazy and zany and charming and silly and buff. Sleeping with Busty LaRue. Yeah. They, uh... I guess they do know karate, kind of. Or do they not know karate? Who? Ted and... Ted and Fritz. Uh, they kick! They It's like they've taken some classes. Or they're like Mac in uh, Always Sunny. Like, just, just spin kicks constantly. Yeah. You can't <laughs> tell if there's actually some honest training there, or if they know what I know from watching Chuck Norris yeah, and Jackie Chan on TV. movies. They're and you either, just you just practice the mechanics. Their kicks are higher than I can do. Yeah. So I give them credit. Yeah. I probably wouldn't uh, be interested in fighting either of these gentlemen, even if it is Hollywood. Uh, I saw it one time in a movie fighting. Yeah. But uh, as I was saying during the film, that it's like genres are just excuses for David A. Pryor to let Fritz and Ted fight each other on screen. It's great. Like they're for good. five minutes, four times. They have got like there's romantic chemistry and comedic chemistry these guys have got fight chemistry oh they do i bet they practice without him even being there too like that's just what they need to worry about they just have a couple beers and then it's well let's stand on the porch and well apparently fight fritz matthews built the the prop for the tanning bed at the beginning oh so they're both heavily involved in the process yeah so i'm imagining that david a because these are time savers they Uh don't they don't spend a lot of time on these movies No, no they do not I think that they have fight scene written in the script, and uh, he just sort of expects that they've worked it out. And I kind of felt that, too, when they're fighting at the pool. Yeah. And then it just kept going and going, and I never got dull. Like, it was a long fight scene, and I I enjoyed it the whole time. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. When he hits the rake, was like, what? Yeah, it's like he picks up the rake and they're fighting with it for a long time. Well, he was going to hit him with the trash can, but then he counters with the rake. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, but then Ted takes the rake from Fritz, at which point 
it goes to a different level because he's actually trying to kill him with the rake at that <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> and like it, it went, it stopped being a fist fight and it started being a fight to the death because he picked up a trash can and escalated it. I'm just saying that was an awesome, awesome fight scene. I have never seen anybody get stabbed in the leg by a rake. No, <laughs> and awesome. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some seriously high points in this film. Uh, there's some letdowns in it, like like Jackie said, the lack of Ted. Um, I kind of thought that the ending was very predictable. Yeah, I actually just in terms of the whole thing, you got to do it, I guess, in order to work the story in. But it's just like. I wanted him to wait a little bit longer to kill both uh, Vanderwood and Ted Pryor. Yeah. Both of those characters, I think, died too soon. Yeah. And uh, my other main beef, and I have this beef, and it's in several films, and it's, I think, not talked about enough, but poor sound mixing pisses me oh, off couldn't more understand than anything. anything. This is direct to tape. I know, but Jesus, it was like all, all of the outside voice are, are fine. And then uh, the inside voice, I couldn't hear shit. And the other problem was is that the diegetic, the non-diegetic music was too Hot. fucking loud over people talking that it was like, ugh, God, guys, well, makes this a little bit. Well, you know, in terms of the technology they're working with, they have a very uh, narrow floor and ceiling yeah. when you're going direct to tape. So even when you have the music, like say you have a 10 decibel ceiling, if your music is only uh, coming across at like it's very low on the meter, only two mm-hmm, decibels, mm-hmm. because it's such a full and constant sound, it drowns out shit that peaks yeah. at uh, you know eight decibels right, or whatever. Right, right, right. And I would imagine that I've they actually in the sound editing. Well, yes, but you get a much higher floor and ceiling with the new digital stuff than you sure. used to get yeah. with tape. And right. I would also guess that they shot a lot of uh, they used a lot of set sound. Probably. Because that was one of the things that you did get when you shot the tape. They weren't that goddamn loud, not like the film cameras that yeah, 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 sound yeah. like that yeah. from 10 feet away. Right. So every sound has to be done in post-production. Yeah. Indeed. Well, anyways, let's get into this. Uh, unless you guys have any other thoughts to intro. Okay. So the movie starts out with a lady named Valerie, and she's coming home, and she's bouncy, and she's got the high socks and the and the butt floss in her uh, uh, outfit, like a her poofy skirt. Yeah, poofy a, skirt, a bow on it. I'm gonna actually take a question right now. It's not okay. written down directed towards Jackie. So, is it comfortable to have sixty pound hemp rope in your butt? I'm gonna go with no, because it seems like that's what it is. By the time they had both leotards twisted in there, mm-hmm. and then they're wearing a leotard underneath it, the leggings or whatever, it looks like sixty pound nylon rope it's in their butts. It's a lot of mass in one person's crack. Yeah. Well, here's the deal: is that the nylons are there to keep the aerobicide or the the aerobics clothing? The aerobicide. Well, they failed. Yeah, it's there to keep the uh, aerobics clothing from going up your crotch and butt. Sure, sure, sure. But then, and to keep your legs from jiggling too much during aerobics. Already wearing uh, leggings, why can't you wear normal uh, lady briefs? Why because do you have to have in, butt floss? In the eighties, that was popular. And it's, your it's, butt being out. It's yeah. butt rope because it's all like twisted and frayed. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah dude, that was just the eighties. That's what people wore. That was right, sexy. Man. That was trendy at the gym. It's kind of like now, like going to the gym with a full face of makeup on when you're there to sweat your ass off, yeah. like. Why do you have a freshly done hairdo and fresh makeup to go run on a treadmill? Because there's dudes It there. matches your butt rope yeah. and your socks 
that should go up above your knees, but they're scrunched down to where they form like these like Clydesdale heels yeah. on women. <laughs> I don't get the socks either. They I don't get the socks a, either. The, the leg, leg warmers. warmers. Yeah. They're called leg Yo. warmers in the 80s. And Need to keep those legs warm at the calf <laughs> level? Well, Jeez. here's the deal is that those were created for places that got really cold like New York and for ladies who would wear skirts during the winter. And so you were supposed to wear them over your nylons and your shoes, right, to keep from getting shit in your shoes when you were walking to work and, you know, if you walked or whatever. And it was supposed to keep you at the bottom so your legs warm. And then they became some goddamn fashion statement because people are fucking retarded. Like, yeah, you know what? You're going to sweat naturally. You don't need the help of your ankles sweating. Like, maybe they were just concerned about cankles. And they're like, if I put these leg warmers on, my cankles are going to sweat themselves off. <laughs> New York fashion has the worst fucking effect on L.A. And all of Southern California, because you're out there and you're wearing a fucking members-only jacket. You've got tampered leg guest jeans that are too tight. You're wearing these socks scrunched down over the top of your jeans. But you know what? It's 95 fucking degrees outside, and you don't need any of that on. True. But you look cool. But you look cool. And they, they, they shot that shit in L.A. and they're wearing jackets. Yeah. It is hardly ever jacket weather in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And you could tell that some of the actors and actresses were super hot because you could see the sweat starting to beat up on their face when they weren't. They were just standing there in their jackets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, God, they're hot. Speaking of hot, Valerie comes home. She's Valerie got a message. Or, oh, yeah. Th- well, from uh, from Headless her. lady. We should play this straight. Headless lady comes home. Oh, yeah. Faceless lady. She's got hair. I never saw any part of her head until later. She's got a new job on the answering machine. She's going to be on the cover of Cosmo, and they're flying her out to Paris. So we have to infer that she's attractive. Mm-hmm. Yes. But she, uh, to make herself more attractive, she goes to uh, a little fake bake machine. After she says, fuck lasagna. Fuck lasagna. I don't need this lasagna. She was going to have some lasagna. I can't eat food anymore. I'm going to be on the cover. Cosmo. Cosmo. And I need a good tan because that's what they told him. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I hope you got a tan. I'm like, why do you need a tan? You're going to Paris. They're gonna so that they can cover you in pasty foundation to make you look more white when they do the fashion shoot. Of oh, course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right, Sam. <laughs> you know what? You are absolutely right. So they can kick your ass with spray on makeup. <laughs> well, she never gets to Paris because her tanning bed malfunctions and burns her alive. Crispy. In uh, that had to smell terrible. In the defense of the uh, tanning bed. She shouldn't have gotten it. It did look like a photon torpedo. It does look like a photon. Fo- <laughs> like, you could bury, you could bury a, a Vulcan in that thing and shoot him across the planet. Pretty easy. Yeah, yeah that was not, that could not have been a real tanning bed. That no. was. It was built by. Uh, yeah, Fritz Matthews, the Fritz big, Matthews. the Jimmy. Yeah, it Jimmy looked built very, that. very space age. Yeah. So, later, at an aerobics class, I'm going to, uh, every time we have some aerobics, I want to uh, state clearly what uh, what my primary note was. This aerobics class is bouncy. Bouncy, yes. Being taught by Rhonda. Being, Being taught, taught by Rhonda. She's, uh... Reluctantly. She doesn't seem like she's into it. There's a dude there named Jimmy. He's hassling all the babes. Hey, what's up, lady? You want to go to dinner? Never with you, Jimmy, you molesting son of a bitch yeah dude he's the creeper at the gym that stands by the women's workout room hey, and watches all all the business does push-ups in front of a lady and yeah. they just walk by him yeah i should also note before we move on too far that because of how well this thing sort of moves along i feel at this point and through a great deal of the movie as if 
the incident at the tanning bed is the first murder. Oh, I thought it was totally the first murder as well. Yes, I, I, I have it written down because I started keeping track of weapons. Right. Yeah, I which thought, I was wrong about. But I was kind of confused because it seemed like a machine malfunction. But maybe like because storytelling's bad and bad movies that yes. we have the we don't well, know how it malfunctions. Showing the knob as if it was like oh someone has sabotaged right, the machine. Right, right, right. So at this point, and I think I've already said too much because I it's obviously not now that I've said yes. that. Yes. But you feel when watching it that that's, that the first murder has been committed, and this is the next morning at the same. That there's you know a, a spa killer because it is a different spa because you see a different sign. True, Rhonda's. Rhonda's. And I'm with you. I thought that the girl at the beginning died, and I was like, okay, what what the fuck did that have anything to do with? Because you never see Murder. that spa again. Yeah. You never see that again. You just go right to Rhonda workout alley. Well, back at Rhonda's workout, where everybody drives a Porsche. Where everybody drives a Porsche. Jamie is late. She uh, shows up and gets yelled at by Rhonda because Rhonda had to teach her class. She dumps a value pack of rubbers out of her purse on the way in. It wasn't just that there was a box, but there was also like six loose ones in there. You know what kind of uh, gymnasium this is. And not to mention that she was wearing butt floss. Yeah, in her car. So I'm thinking, like, you have heat rash all over your ass. Oh, yeah, man. You've got uh, that cheap uh, Porsche vinyl that they put in the, uh, the, what was that? Was that a 914 that she was driving? I don't know, but either no, that way... was a, it was a it was one of those first um, adjustable Finn Carreras. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So maybe it was uh, 911 leather. Either way, she has got uh, quite the sticky butt. So she goes into the locker room, or actually the she's Rhonda's like lock this place up. <laughs> she shows up just in time to not go to work. Yeah, and uh, there's still ladies inside of there. They're showering and lock in the locker room, putting on their stuff. Maybe it's one of we'll give them a credit here. It's one of those doors that you can get out but not back okay, in. I'll take that. I'll and then they that. don't want people coming in while they're showering. I'm going right. to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Sure, I'll take that. There's some lady in there. She's showering and uh, she gets left behind. Everybody else leaves, but she's in there. And then you get the total typical slasher. The lights are flickering. And then, who's there? Who's there? Go away, mister. I don't even know you. And then stabbins. Like the snow and the wind and our love. Yes. Stabbins. Stabbins. Yep. I thought the neck blood on this was really good. Yeah, she gets pierced right in the throat and uh, squirts out pretty decent. Nice neck blood. Uh, I also wrote down... That at this point, I got this as the second murder weapon, the first being the tanning bed mm-hmm. photon torpedo. And this is what I wrote down a grippy thing. A grippy thing, like you have at the gym where you work your forearm muscles. The uh, gripping your, your handles. Hand. Yeah. So they pulled the, the grip handles off that and then just used the metal that was left to stab somebody. Yeah, we couldn't figure out what the hell this thing was. but That's uh, what I thought too, Sam. I was pretty certain that's what it was yeah. until later. We still had to think about it to even come up with that theory. Yeah. But uh, Jamie goes into the men's locker room and she's looking at jock straps and kind of sniffing them and stuff. And Ronda She didn't get the sniff. She's like, oh. She did. She sniffed that yeah, thing. Yeah, she sniffed oh, it. Oh, I must have not seen that one. With the old sniffer Rooney. So she's uh gets busted and has to go now go clean the ladies' locker room. There's a dead lady stuffed in a locker. Well, don't don't skip the important part. Oh yeah, the fake arm. They they thing. only got so many miles out of because yeah. they could have they could have kept coming back to that. Yeah, three three times the charm. Yeah, they did it twice. But uh, yes, who puts a fake arm in their locker? Because because nobody really I, looks I got a good in question. other people's lockers. Yes, they I, do. I don't think so. It's not one that I've got written down here. 
Why is Jamie going through everybody's lockers? She's looking for drugs. Yeah, she's looking for drugs. Oh. Or maybe like selfie naked pictures. Because she's really fucking horny. And she's just nosy as shit. Yeah. Like, that's not your stuff, lady. Yeah, she's a snooper. Maybe, maybe she's looking for lost and found stuff that's not like people's lockers you just have to clean the lockers out no because that locker had a picture in it and everything yeah that's true okay hmm. the next day it should have showed up and everybody had there not been a murder uh-huh. they would have showed up the next day and Rhonda would have been like sorry girls membership just went up five bucks a year and hands out these combo locks and then stops and stares at jamie for a minute doesn't say anything yep that Good was call. <laughs> yeah Good bossing. <laughs> so the cops show up and we get introduced to Detective Dickhead. Yeah, what is that guy's name? Jackass. <laughs> Hassel McHasselstrin. He's Dickhead Cop number one. Not like in the script, the first Dickhead Cop. In terms of Dickhead Cops, he's number one. He is number one. He makes no sense. He. Uh, he, he I'm just not any cop, Justin. I'm dickhead cop number one. He, yeah, I'm detective cop. He grills everyone. Like, every, I, I understand that at the start of a murder, everyone's a suspect, but he's, like, coming in hot. He's playing bad cop, bad cop with everybody. Well, he's, not to mention that they've already been interrogated for the last three hours. It's like, what the fuck were you doing the last yeah. three hours? It doesn't take that long to go so, look at a crime scene. You don't want to read, I guess, is what you're telling me? No, I guess he, I think he goes Detective to- Detective Morgan. Morgan, yeah. Detective Lieutenant Morgan. Isn't it Lieutenant Detective Morgan? Oh, it's something. I don't know. But he, I think he goes to get a hamburger and he's like, look, have you touched pickles with your bare hands? No, sir. Are you going to touch my hamburger with your bare hands? No, sir. Have the gloves that you're going to use been around pickles at all? And I need you, God damn it. No, sir. Okay. Well, it's fine because I want pickles on my hamburger anyway. Yeah, and then he... oh yeah, that's a good description of him. <laughs> and, then he, and then he only guy. eats the French fries. Yeah, what a jackass. So, anyways, he's asking about this Diane lady who doesn't fit into the club. <laughs> Jamie's like, "Well, she's just kind of shy, and there's something about her. I don't know what." And he's like, "This was as what? much non." Non-exposition yeah. and dialogue is, a, is there is in the movie. She, she doesn't say anything. She's jealous. Of of what? Us. Of you? Because she doesn't fit in. Yeah, wha- yeah okay. Yeah. She's I, the only one that hasn't gone to I the Jimmy Rodeo. I don't know why it's important to the story that this Diane lady doesn't fit. Maybe she's a red herring, like, oh, she doesn't fit in here, and maybe she's I always wrote that because she was the only black person in the movie. No, the black lady is the one that dies in the shower. This is Diane, who's the primary suspect. The black lady was stuffed in Diane's locker. She's Wait. also victim number two. Yeah. Diane... Is telling that she doesn't fit in. She felt like she didn't fit in. No, Jamie is talking about Diane. Who's Diane? The Diane's the boob lady, right? No, Diana's that's Debbie. The, Diana's the second lady who dies. Which yeah. is the second lady? The Diane. Short black hair. Oh. Yeah. So we'll get to that, Sam. You'll remember. So the next day, more butts wiggling and floor humping at the gym. I also noted that when they ran off, because this is... No, no, this is later. Never mind. So Rhonda busts Chuck for looking through the files. Who are you? Uh, I'm your new employee. Well, I didn't hire you. Well, your partner did. So... And you never see this partner. No, you never do. Uh, So she's like, well, why don't you go clean the stable, stable boy? No, she tells him to go clean the toilet. I know, it's a metaphor. Yeah. 
she's, she's. I don't think it's a metaphor, but it's something. <laughs> nice. She's uh, giving him grief. So Chuck goes outside with the trash, and then Jimmy pulls up, and he's like, "What's up, bro? What's your deal? You're like all tough and good looking. You horning in on my territory? Are you the guy? Because I thought I was the guy. I, yeah, this is a guy off. Throw down. Yeah, they totally just fight, and I love this fight too because Ted just comes in hot. Yeah, he's like he's like total action mode, like not. It's not as hot as shoving. he comes in later he with just, Tommy. He just goes in low and puts his dukes up, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just, he's electric. I love Ted Bryant. Yes. So Debbie walks up while they're fighting, and she's like, uh-huh. And Debbie's the one with the huge cans. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, mmm, sexy men fighting. Yeah, I like this. And uh, the fight breaks up, and uh, Jimmy peels out and he's like i'm out of here screw you dude yeah and his pony yeah oh yeah his uh pony pinto so her and chuck go for a ride because uh i guess he doesn't have to work yeah that just made no sense well he's working he doesn't really work at the gym we're gonna find that out later yeah yeah. but he also likes working on some vagina and he realizes that there's one stone in his hand and there is a couple of birds out there that he can hit with said one stone huge huge birds (laughs) huge birds huge bouncing aerobic (laughs) birds so they go to her house and and there she's laid out some lawn chairs you know the shitty uh metal and canvas chairs from the 80s they're drinking pepsis and talking about stuff and diet pepsi yeah diet pepsi and she's like oh i need to go slip into something more comfortable i don't know what she says but that's essentially what she's implying yeah she's got to get out of her butt floss yeah so while she's doing that chuck makes a phone call yeah on the phone that's in the yard. Not a wireless Not phone. going to be plugged into anything unless somebody bought a 300-foot Cat 5. That just sits outside in, uh, well, I guess it's California. I Maybe it's not so implausible, but it this it's is too far away from the house. It's too far away from the house. That phone is not plugged yeah, in. Yeah, they, they don't know how phones work. Which is stinker staple number eight, not knowing how phones work. What's her name? Debbie, right? Yeah, Debbie. Okay, I'm going to have a question before we're done with this scene. So they, I guess, bone down. We never get to see what's going on underneath Debbie's shirt. Yeah, so she comes out in the bathrobe, and she opens it, and she's got a bikini on. Yeah, she's on. got a bikini on, and, and she comes out like like she's one of those flasher people. Question, so what What do you think it would have taken to get, like, there was apparently a dollar amount that they were not able to reach, I'm guessing. I don't know. Or Just get is a stripper. Like, she's not... I just don't get it. I don't get why they don't come out either. I mean, like... Everybody else has come out. Like... Everybody else has come 300 out. 300 bucks? I think that she couldn't have made that much to be in the damn movie. Yeah, I mean, not very much at all. What's the deal with that? 50? I never saw you how much this 50 thing 50 and she's like cost. 150 and... I don't know. If you can't have Debbie take her top off, you need to go find a new Debbie that's it a stripper that will take her top puzzling off. puzzling. Yeah. Because she She's didn't have... She's only got like five lines. And the, I did notice one thing that was uh, about her is that she had bad teeth. Oh, her teeth were horrendous. So, yeah, but like, her boobs when... are the best in the movie. Right. Yeah, but they didn't come out. Yeah. Well, maybe they were awkward looking. I don't know. Anyways, back at the gym. Maybe her nipples were cross-eyed. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, I guess. Well, back at the gym, there's more butts. Plenty of butts. Yeah, a lot of butts. Close-ups on the butt cracks. Jimmy uh, Jimmy gets hit on by Diane, and he's like, no, you're not cool enough for me, lady. Maybe 
Maybe you should date this trash can that I'm standing next to. <laughs> She's all dejected. She tried to pull her boobs out for him while she was aerobicizing. Yeah. So the detective is going to follow her home, though, because I, I guess this is why she's important is because he's her number one lead. But then it seems like he's there to rescue her because he's banging on the door like, yeah, let me in. Hurry. I'm the police. You got to hurry. Let me in. Yeah, I didn't. He figured it out. That there but was then a killer he inside figure out for? anything else. Yeah. Right. Well, she gets dead and the killer's inside. It should be noted. Stabbins. As the, the killer leaves, he is obviously dressed like a ninja. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that does not recur in the movie at any point, which disappointed me greatly because I was like, oh, shit. When he leaves, Ninja Slasher. Mention, he goes out through the window. Yes. The closed window. Sticker glass. staple number three. That was a good window dive. That was a good that window one. dive. So the killer goes back to the gym and washes his ha- the blood off his- its hands, and we see a wig. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's a crappy wig. Yeah, well, whatever. All wigs are crappy, I guess, but. Ron is there at night, but there's, so is Jimmy, and he's like, yeah, what's up? Ugh. Throwing out the vibe again. She's like, oh, leaning in, like, <laughs> we're going to do it, and then no chance, bro. That's my impression. Punch your ticket, bucko. Yeah, you're whatever that means. One way ticket to tugging on your own Charlie town. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my grandpa used to say. Tugging on your own Charlie town. No, he didn't. Hey, that was the bathroom. Yeah, Outs- damn cat kept scratching on the door. Outside, there's some vandals, which we learn is Curtis and girl number one who doesn't girl have a number name, one and then and Debbie. Then Debbie. But Curtis gets some stabbings. The killer shows up. Knife, new weapon. Yeah, knife. That's true. Yep. Yep. Girl gets her throat cut. Debbie. Uh, that's girl number one. And then Debbie finds Curtis. And, oh, God. And then uh, Debbie runs back to the Spitfire, remember? Oh, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah. he climbs on top and stabs her in the head through the rooftop. After he stabbed it like 50 fucking times. Yeah. I mean, like, at that point, you just reach in there yeah, and stab her. There. Yeah. Like, you obviously need a bigger hole. The next day at the gym, more butts and bouncing. Yeah, they never think to close this gym. Never. And the, and the patrons are still, still having a good time. Where yeah, the patrons are, are still gonna... coming, and nobody seems to mind that all these people have died there. And every gym the next day intro is a scene at least 30 seconds to a minute of, of butts. butts and boobs. Yeah. Aerobicizing. Jumping around. There's some weightlifting dudes. There's a guy in there, and he's doing, the, I guess, bench press. or uh, No, he's like the pull-down thing. Yeah. it's And that gets caught or cut and then bonks him. In the head. And then the uh, the killer comes up and smashes him with a dumbbell in the Ten face. Ten-pound weight, yeah. I liked that one. Even left the hole in his head where the, uh, the bar goes through the middle of the yeah. dumbbell. Yeah, that was yep. a good one. The other guy gets stabbed in the head, comes rushing in. Oh, what's up, bro? Tommy comes running in, finds the bodies, and then... Out of nowhere, Chuck just punches his lights out. This is the best. Uh, this is my favorite part of the movie because Ted Pryor jumps over the banister, grabs him by the top of the head, hits him like eight times in the face. Uh-huh. Like in under 30 seconds, he's punched him eight times. And the guy, to- Tommy, has defended himself right before that. He's like, wait, 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 I didn't do it. Punch, 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 punch. Just beats the hell out of yeah. him. Yeah. Inno- poor, innocent Tommy. So, uh,. Back in the locker room, Tommy's all bruised and beaten. This is when we realize that Tommy's got problems. Tommy has a vivid imagination. This is confusing, and I don't think it's confusing, but this is like, I don't know if it was a good 
thing or if it was a missed opportunity because he has a dream sequence that you're led into that it's going to be a dream sequence. Kind like, of. why are we doing a dream sequence here? But then it's him banging, what is her Jamie. name? Jamie. Jamie. Uh-huh. And then he comes around the corner and kills her. And I'm like, this is the exact sort of thing the killer would mm-hmm. be thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is... But they kill him. Right. Like, right after that. And I was like, dude, that would have thrown me off for a lot longer. Yeah. To- Tommy of the Red I mean, Herring. it still throws you off a little bit. Yeah. Because at that point, I'm like, well, any guess is a good one at this point. It could be the cat from another movie. It could be the killer because could be the if killer. this is the sort of thing that's going on, there's really no good guesses here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this point, I still haven't figured out who the killer is. Nah, I was starting to get a hunch. So, meanwhile, outside, because they don't even bother now to stop the aerobiciding while aerobiciding is happening. Aerobiciding while aerobiciding? There's there's bodies being pulled out of the building. And they, meanwhile, there's more butt and now crotches. Now crotches. This is where I wrote down that the front door may as well be a meat grinder. They may as well walk in the front door and then just get turned into hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Pay their gym fees, of yes. Yeah, so it's like a debit card to a meat grinder. Like, like, <laughs> go in here. What's in there? It's carousel. It's magical. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is carousel it because is. You're, if you're over 30, you're too old to work out, to at, work this out at this gym. Only anyway, beautiful yeah. young people can be here. So. <laughs> uh, so Rana says that the club has been sold by the partner. But she's so she's all pissed off about it and stabs an apple right in that just in temper. Whack! So I didn't know that she said that it was sold. I thought she just said that shit's business is shitty because so many of her patrons are getting dead. Maybe she maybe she says that and that the partner is going to sell the club if things don't improve. I don't know. I, I actually thought she now I'm thinking about this that she said that he wanted to close the doors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, we can't close the doors. Business is bad enough as it is. Yeah. It's well, going to get worse if people kept dying, which I would think that it should be at, at rock bottom at that point. Like, no one would go to that gym. There's like seven. Except Jimmy. Corpses. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. He would, he would still show up. Yeah. So, guess what? The detective hassles her. Just after hassling Tony, Tommy, who then immediately <laughs> afterwards dies. Yes. And he hassles her in a manner where he basically just says, um, hassle, hassle, man. Hasslin' hassles. Yeah, but she I'm gonna throws give it you back a, at him. Yeah, she hands him the letter opener. She's had enough of being hassled. Then he says it's sharp, and she said, yeah, well, it looks like you don't have very much in common with it. Zinger! <laughs> She's right. <laughs> yeah. So Chuck is snooping around this house. It turns out that it's uh, Jimmy's. Jimmy's house. He's got tons of guns. He has an arsenal, which again, it's another thing. It's like the ninja costume. It never, the arsenal never really pays itself off. Mm-mm. He's also got uh, pictures of Rhonda everywhere, like a little mini shrine. And there's also pictures of some dudes up there. I didn't really know what was up with that. But, uh, I didn't, I couldn't tell if it was Tommy, if uh, he like had pictures of like, the competition. Exes. Like, yeah. oh, competition. Gonna, I'm going to punch you out or yeah, something. Okay. Okay. I'll go. Depending on how the fight escalates, I may get to kill you. Yeah. Seeing how it goes. So because of the pictures of Rhonda. Chuck goes over to her place to uh, see what's up with her, and she's swimming in the pool, and he's, like, kind of watching her in the bushes. But Jimmy comes out of nowhere, and then we have the epic pool fight. Yes, this is like a a six-and-a-half-minute fight. And it's the best one in the movie by far. Oh, it's totally the best one in the movie. This is where the rake stabbing happens. Yeah. 
they uh they really go to town on this one but yeah uh Long story short, Chuck eventually stabs Jimmy in the thigh with the rake. He still doesn't. That doesn't win, though. No, like, it doesn't. Jimmy, Jimmy's kind of unstoppable. Jimmy defeats Chuck in this in this fight. He's been doing a lot of phetamines. He got a good uh, a good head start on him though, because he hit yeah, him in the head about yeah. seven times before they actually started fighting. True, true. And so there's like a visual. They really did a nice job with the fighting because you can tell oh, that awesome. like that uh, Ted Pryor he can't get or Chuck can't get it back. Right. Because he just got off to such a bad start that no matter what prowess he has as a fighter, Even he's too a far down. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that one. I had no problem with uh, Ted Pryor losing this fight because it was just so well done. So that it, after getting some bumps and bruises, the detective shows up and he exposes Chuck as a private investigator working for the uh, partner. Yep. Dan P.I. Dan P.I. Why does the partner hire Chuck? I would. Well, why? It's just a gym. Well, I mean, he shows up before the murders happen. No, he shows up right after they happen. They said that in this scene. He showed up the next day. It's seriously like three seconds after. But it's... Oh, the 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 black lady? Yes. You don't hire B.I. when you have one murder? Oh, I think you do. Everybody. So if you're a, a responsible business owner who lives who owns a business in a town that isn't full of idiots one murder's enough to scare some people off you need to get somebody down there and see like what's going the on cops oh the cops are going to do their thing but you want more than the cops are going to do you bring in your own man just to see what shit's going down and if you need to come down yourself yeah you're 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 what you're doing is you're shoveling money towards a man to stare at butts and boobs bouncing all day long sam that I, is a waste of cash I don't no know. gym I think, owner is going I to think... high a private eye they're just going to be like well if I uh, uh, hope it doesn't happen again. <laughs> I think that that was a good move, actually, because you as a gym owner don't want to come back from wherever the hell you are you and don't want... possibly get murdered at this place. Like you want to send somebody else with some muscles and maybe some karate skills and somebody who's willing to stab somebody with a rake to go in there and be like, you bet the place. And if it looks safe, then I'll come in. Now, you know, the people at the, uh, the gym, have you ever had a gym membership, Sam? Yes. The people working the desk and the employees there, I know from experience uh, because I went to a gym and uh, yeah. I, I knew some of those people in college. They get paid fucking dick. Yes, they do. Gym owners are the shrewdest people that are on the planet. Not a one is ever going to shell out the money for a private investigator. Well, this Not guy a is chance. a business investor. You have to. That's what I'm thinking is that Rhonda's the shrewd gym owner. Mm. This guy is just a partner. He's silent. He's one of those guys that owns a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And right now, he's thinking, I don't think I can trust this person. Someone died. I don't want to go myself because I have many vested interests in many different directions. Mm. So I'm sending my maybe, man Chuck in. Maybe Chuck is, has like a retainer. He's just an employee of, of this partner. They didn't can, explain uh, that because in the scene that we're sort of getting sidetracked on, he said, you're the guy from the thing in Frisco or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. apparently Chuck had some shit go down before mm -hmm. he became a private eye and he was a, you know, super cop most likely. Yeah. Well, anyways. So, some lady finds Jamie in the gym. She's been noosed and hung, and then uh, she gets dead from it. Yeah, the killer comes out and kills her next. Yeah, but we don't see that. Yeah, it we just, just cuts, and then she's dead. She's dead. We assume that... By that sweet leather gym bag. Who the fuck has a leather gym bag? You're a dick. And the other thing that's interesting is that she has, like, a... Her face has been torn 
by like three definite scratches. Like she could. What happened here? Maybe she put up a fight. No, it wasn't actually. She was not killed by the the slasher. He was busy doing something mm-hmm. else, or she was busy doing something else. Who he or she may who it have been? Because at this point, you don't really know if Jimmy is freelancing or what's going on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. mountain lion attack! Yes, this is what happens. So she comes in, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh shit, that woman's been hung. It's Jamie." And then she turns to get away. Pumud. <laughs> oh yeah. Mountain Dude. lion rips her face off, and she dies. And the mountain lion's like, "Fuck, this gym is dangerous." And then it leaves. That's why Chuck was hired, is because uh, the owner heard tale of puma attacks in the neighborhood. Yeah, he wanted to make sure that the other thing that was going on on the news with the the puma that got away from the zoo mm-hmm. wasn't interconnected with his little gym problem. Yes, indeed. Yes, but so, it, the puma did get somebody. Yeah, so it, it sort of is, but again, the puma realizes that it's just, you know, too dangerous. It came in here for a free piece of hanging meat, and uh, like, no, there's too like much here. This is ridiculous. I got to get out of here. Well, still, the Rhonda's right hand woman is dead, and this is still not enough to stop the aerobics. I back at the gym, more butts, more butts. Jesus, you got a hippopotamus butt. You better work out. Well, they're doing two for one deals, so yeah. Now can't... they've got a deal going. Sam's right. They <laughs> this have is a Los new Angeles. You know, half off. You got to just even if it kills you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get you, that half off. You uh, you go to the gym. You sign up. The first fifty people get like fifty percent off and a free workout outfit in order to get membership. Yeah. On. Well, Chuck's outside walking around, and Jimmy sees him, and Jimmy's in this little Pinto Mustang car and it's pony. Runs him over and then dives on him and stabs him with an ice pick. With an ice pick. Yeah, there's no puma attack in that scene. Coming back. I was disappointed when Chuck died. Yeah, I thought, hey, there's a chance here. He got ran over. You know, he's gonna get up and they're gonna fight again. It's gonna be fun. And all of a sudden, he's stabbed. I'm like, no, Chuck. Yeah. So the killer, we see the back of its head. It's got a Darth Vader head. It's all crunchy and icky looking. And then we puts the wig on and oh God, it's Rhonda. No wait, it's Valerie. They're the same person. So Rhonda the detective, the detective tells us that when he comes in to question her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Yeah, the detective hassles her about it though. Because he doesn't know that she's the murderer. He just knows that she's Valerie at yeah, this point. Yeah, she was going to be a big-time model. Yeah. And now she's just a burned-up piece of shit. Maybe now she's had enough. Now she's peanut butter boobs. Yeah, peanut oh, butter Oh, this boobies. was gross, dude. When she shows the detective her... it She just has peanut butter over her boobs. That's it. It it looked disgusting. It, it looked like, very convincing. It yeah. did. It looked like melted tits. And it was like, oh, oh, God, that's, that's harsh. Like, ow. I wonder if her vagina got burned that bad. Like, I she probably doesn't even have to everything shave. Everything but her face got burned. Yeah, which Ouch. is, I guess, kind of lucky. Yeah. Did you think it melted her vagina together? No, Used I it? Probably not. have to probably open that back up. Oh, yeah. okay. Get a knife. Good to go. Huh. Hatchet wound. That's no, why they call it that. No, that's not. Uh, oh, my God. That's not why they call it that, you fucking weirdo. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> not why they call it that. They call it. So they call it hatchet wound because of another I think reason. You're the only person that calls it that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you are the only oh, I, person well, that I've calls just, it that. I've gifted that to the internet. Yeah, roast beef curtains hatchet wound. <laughs> that is so disgusting. 
You're a gross dude. Well, Rhonda gets arrested because uh, the the detective has a theory that she's had enough of looking at hot bodies when her own body is icky. Yeah. And so she wants to murder them, which it turns out he's correct. But uh, he arrests her and then he gets a call about he- Chuck has been detonated by Jimmy. Well, it's not Rhonda because only one killer can be in a movie. Yeah. The killer must be Jimmy. Yep. Well, he has to at least let her go. He could probably bring her in on conspiracy if not for the events that are about to happen. Why not arrest both of them? You can keep somebody in jail for 24 hours without charges. I don't know anything about that. I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. Yes, they, you can. In movies? No, in period. And I think you can only detain somebody for so long before you formally charge them. That was before the Patriot Act. Oh, goddamn Patriot. This is before the Patriot no, no, Act. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, before the Patriot Act, you could only hold somebody for 24 hours without filing charges. After the Patriot Act, it's indefinite because yeah. we have no rights as a country anymore. So she, like, is free me because it's not me. Well, yeah, anyway, he... uh. She gets a big shaking grin on her face, he, too. He's got to let her go, and they got to arrest Jimmy, but they can't because he's too fast, whatever, he yeah, gets he, away. he finds Jimmy just around. Then they, oh, they have a long-ass fucking gun, like, stalking. He chases him. Yeah. They end up in Frogtown. Then they're Pretty at the docks. Plant. There's a long, like, stalking with guns, gunfight. A gun bit of fight. a shootout, a little bit. Nobody gets shot. They're like G.I. Joe. Yeah, and then finally, the detective uh, jumps on Jimmy's got him. He's like, you're not the guy, are you? You didn't do it. But then Jimmy snaps his hold and frees himself and... Uh, Backfists him. Yeah, yeah and him then he's like, why? Why are you defending her? She doesn't love you. Jimmy should have killed him. Jimmy should have killed him. What's the difference? You're, you're up know. a creek. You killed Chuck. Yeah, you kill one guy, you're going to go to life for prison, so you might as well do two. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's not, he, the detective's not a love comp competitor, but he's a competitor in the fact that he wants to put Rhonda in jail. Yeah. So, but you if you're Jimmy... Jimmy, you kill this guy, you figure you're already going to jail. All you're going to do now is tell Rhonda that you love her before you go to jail. Right. So, but do you think that Jimmy knew that Rhonda was on the chop block with this guy? Yeah, because, because he's like, you're not the guy. You're covering for Rhonda. Now, Jimmy figured it out before any of us. Yeah. He's done everything that he's oh. done because he figured it out. Yep. I didn't. Okay. So I didn't put that one together until just now. Now so, I feel like fucking dunner. <laughs> yeah. So he. Now, what I'm thinking is that, like, if he kills the guy, he's still going to go to jail either way. Mm-hmm. But she's pretty much scot free. She's scot free. If he does that. He doesn't. The only guy that has an yeah. inkling is this detective, Morgan. So, so I think that maybe there's a part of him that thinks that they're going to run away. Maybe. Well, he goes to the gym immediately yeah. after this, and she's there, and she's showering. And uh, he sees her icky boobs. So she turns around and shoots him. And he's like, I loved you. Go on without me. Yeah. With your tomahawk crotch. Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Hatchet wound. (laughs) Hatchet wound. And your peanut peanut butter breasts. Uh. So that's the end of that sequence of events. I thought it was the end of the movie. later. Yeah, I thought it was the end of the movie, too. Weeks later, the detective is driving uh, Rhonda out to the woods, and she's like, why did you even call me for this? I for mean, this, lunch. This must be really important to come all the way out here for whatever it is we're doing. And she's all dressed to the nines, too, like yeah. she's going to some she swanky party. like a samurai. Kind of. Well, she, the shoulder pads yeah. are really doing something for her right there. 
So the detective takes her out with a shovel. He's telling his story about his dad. Monologuing, and his dad was a good cop, and he walked up to do a traffic stop, and he got shot right in the face by a bad man. And but but years before that, he saw a guy get off for being a serial killer by a technicality, so he took justice into his own hands, and that's what I'm going to do with you here, Rhonda. Okay, but Lynn, let's be realistic. This guy is a fucking dipshit, and do you know how I can tell this? He brought the wrong kind of shovel for exactly. first off. Exactly, yeah. exactly. He brought a flathead shovel. Yeah. You do not bring a flathead shovel to dig a grave. Everybody that's knows digging, this. That's for scooping. Scooping, yeah. yeah. That, that's for scraping shit off the pavement. It's not, yeah, no. You need a spade. Yep, he that, didn't bring a spade. That guy is a dick. So she brains him with that shovel. Which is tradition. Yeah. He's dead. He, he didn't just monologue. He monologued, and then he had to just reflect on how good it felt to monologue. Uh-huh. And while he was doing that, she was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to hit you with yeah, this shovel. You, are you kidding me? You are you kidding retard. me? You should have shot me 20 minutes ago. Or you should have shot me weeks ago. Either way, you should have shot me. He should have just kicked her out of the door while the car was moving and yeah. be like, dude, it's a... It's a Hyundai Scoop. They're not good cars. That was an accident. Exactly. So she gets away with it. Is it the end? Question mark. Well, they're going to have half off. Wait, wait, wait. She comes to the gym and everybody's applauding and clapping her because she killed killed the spa killer. Yes. The aerobicider. And... You know, she she is a, a hero in the gym Everybody community. Everybody wants to come to the gym now and get their butts on TV. Yeah. Yep. Is that your first question? No, is there going to be more? I, well, is she, it the end? She looks at the camera knowingly. So is it the end? Is it or is mark? it like? Because I would think at this point, if she's getting all that attention that she wanted again, maybe that satisfies that. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't kill anybody anymore. She becomes the mayor of Palm Springs. I don't think so. I think she was saying, I'm going to kill some I'm more people. I'm going to keep doing this shit. Yeah, dude, she's she... killing him with a safety pen keychain. And then, and then what? Oh, that's right. Oh, no, right, right, right. It she goes to the, the office. And she exposes the murder weapon as being a giant safety pen. Safety pen keychain thing. I've seen those. Is yeah. it a keychain? Yeah, because she's got keys on the end okay, of it. Okay, well, that answers my guess. I was going to be like, what? Would that safety pin be good for besides killing? And I don't even think it's good for killing people. I think people. it's shitty. It's a shitty murder. Yeah, weapon. I was like, what would it be good for? And you're saying it's a keychain, but at the same time, I'm going to go ahead and say that's a bad keychain. Indeed, it's too large. It's bad for everything. Yeah, but it's great for murdering chicks in the shower. So what happens after she? If if my theory is correct, that the movie is saying, I got this. I think they're going to figure it out the second time. I think they're going to figure it out the second well, time. Well, so the only way to do it right is to move around. You'd have to move to a different town where they haven't seen this shit before. Change your fucking name again. Get a, put on get a red a wig. wig. Yeah, yeah, and then find another Jimmy. Put, put jelly on your boobs instead of peanut butter. Yeah, find another Jimmy. Work them a little bit. Maybe sprinkle some bananas in there once in a while for nipples. Yeah, bananas. That's a tasty sandwich. <laughs> okay, I think. Well, I I don't know about any of that. Well, I, <laughs> either way, that's what Jackie and I how we do our foreplay is. A little bit of peanut butter cleavage, and that's a tasty sandwich. But, you know, if we really want to mess things up, we put on crunchy peanut butter. Oh, oh, it's the worst. (laughs) Oh, oh no, it's scraping your pee-pee. Oh. Give me uh, give me some questions here, guys. And that was my first one, was what is the giant keychain good for? Yep. Whatever it was. Jackson? Um, So here's my thought. When did you guys figure out that it was actually Rhonda? When they told me. 
Uh, I figured it out. When she took off the wig in her apartment, right before they say, this is who it is, I had like about four seconds of knowing who it was. Me too. So I thought that was done really well. What about you? Uh, I figured it out when, uh, after the wig scene, only her and Jimmy were in the gym uh, immediately afterwards. There that was makes a... you the dullard. Me and Sam were awesome. No, 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 no. This is way before that oh, happened. Oh, okay. When Jimmy's like, uh, hey, babe. And she's like, uh-huh, not a chance, Jimmy. Why does that scene exist in the movie at all? We already know Jimmy is a creepo. Why are both of them at the gym well after closing? The murderer is not a male because of the wig. It's a lady. It's mm. gotta be Rhonda. And and I I just couldn't figure out the Valerie thing at the beginning. That was that an accident or murder? Yeah, yeah. Th- I thought that, that was finally... a murder until that burnt scene. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I thought I was a little confused. Like what? Like when they were uh, spray painting the gym with mm-hmm. a robe aside and despa. I was like, so what the fuck despa? Okay, so what the fuck does that first scene have to do with anything? Right, right, exactly. And, and then, you know, I'm with Sam. I didn't get it Yeah. Right. until they told me. And then I was like, oh, I just, great I, movie. Because I couldn't figure it out if it was a murder or an accident. I just always was wondering, was that a murder or an accident? And then it started making sense. Uh, I have one question. Mm-hmm. Does this inspire exercise? No. No. This inspires a lot of petroleum jelly in your butt crack. If no one died in this movie... And it was just a movie about a gym, like if it was uh, Meatballs, but of the gym. Uh-huh. I would not want to go to there. I know. I would not want to hang out with any of these people. I would want to, like, be at the bar that was across the street from the bar that, that Chuck goes to. Uh-huh. So when he gets, like, when he's on his third beer, which for a guy who works out a lot, it's usually over the edge, and he just starts beating people senselessly, I could see it from across the street. Exactly. It's as close as I'd want to get to any of that. I'm going to go with, I would join this gym and then eat fucking Twinkies in front of all of these bitches. Hey, well, the fat guy never dies. And then leaves random bags of Cheetos, like snack-sized bags of Cheetos everywhere. And be like, free, take me, just to make these bitches fat. And then I would be like... Yeah, but then Rhonda wouldn't kill them because now they're yeah. fat. Well, yeah, but you'd they, have the she best seat in the house. Me. You'd be like, oh, I'm just if you're sitting there eating candy bars or whatever. Yeah, like, you're you're safe. So, okay, here's my next question. Then this kind of leads into that. What's up with the fat guy on the bicycle? He's safe. He's safe. He's never gets murdered because he is not young and attractive. He's got a pair of overalls on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not something. Not, not it. He's not anything to get jealous over for Rhonda. Mm. How do we call this one, guys? Well, I had one more question. Oh, go ahead. Has anyone ever successfully monologued? Hmm. No. I don't think so. Something bad always happens at the end of their monologue. No. You're just giving people either, too much time yeah, to think it's through. Yeah, it's just too much time. That uh, uh, The slow clap starter in teen movies, though, there's usually some moral told by one guy. Like, hey, guys, you guys stop being jerks because I've learned a valuable lesson and we need to be cool. And then the slow clap, clap starts. So I'm going to say teen movies. Okay. I was That's a little out of I should have been more context into it. Like, Maniacal if you're going monologuing? to kill somebody... Has it ever? Have you ever been able to tell them everything and then still kill them? No, no. You know the yeah. best thing they that still I've stop seen the with bomb that from exploding or Paris from flooding or whatever the villain's deal is. Right. So the only thing I've ever seen that that didn't work out was in the Kingsman when Samuel Jackson tells um, Colin Firth. Colin Firth, thank you. Uh, it's not that kind of movie. This is not that kind of movie. I'm he, not going to monologue to you yeah. and then just shoots him in the fucking yeah, head. Right. And I'm like. Oh, but, he's right, because if he would have monologued according it, to the rules of movies, yes. he, Colin Firth, would have been able to get in there and kill him with, like, a keychain. 
Indeed. There was the, the monarch in uh, Venture, Brothers. Venture Brothers kills the guy after the monologue because he didn't like it enough. <laughs> but it was a fuck up. It didn't work because you're not supposed to kill him. You're supposed to monologue until they break free or whatever. Right, right. So how do we call this one, guys? I just thought this was okay. I also thought the same. I really, really liked it. All right, all right. I thought it was uh, a, a perfectly good 80s cheesy death movie. I liked that I couldn't figure out who the killer was until they told me, because usually that's so predictable that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get kind of bored, like, within the first five minutes. I'm like, oh, that's the killer. But I I didn't get it that time. And I, I really, really liked this movie. I loved the fight scenes. I loved the peanut butter boobs. They grossed me out. So it did its job. I think that this is a good late night movie yeah if it's on uh i mean it's so hard to say late night movie anymore because that genre of, of television watching just doesn't exist anymore but back in the day you would be perusing channels at two this is the one in the morning and you stumble across showtime and what's oh killer workout well that sounds cool and then you watch it and be like well that was that was totally worth doing so i would yeah. recommend it if you're going in looking for that film if you're going in looking for deadly prey it's this not ain't that. it no no yeah, it's that's... nothing like deadly prey if you like the genre, you'll enjoy this because it's quirkiness. Yeah. It, it is a little bit of a screwball in the slasher genre, and I don't know if they did it on purpose or if they just kind of didn't know what was going on, but yeah, it's a little different. I, yeah, I just, and I had to actually think, like, do I hate the genre? But I don't because I really like both Sleepaway Camps, mm-hmm. and there's two of the Friday the 13th movies that I really like. Right. So I just thought this was okay. Yeah, I just thought it was okay, but I still give it a do. Yeah, I just give it a do. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the genre. I give it a super do. I really liked it. Cool. Well, next week, Sam is delivering up some Mark Campbell and some Michael J. Dudikoff. In Midnight Ride. Oh, and and Justin, can you remember who who suggests this movie? Should we put you on the spot uh, again? A fan. On, yes, on Facebook. Matthew. Matthew Vandiver. Yes. Matthew, oh, good Matthew job. Yeah. Anyways, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.